The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Town, New Hampshire. This is the Assholes Podcast, and today we're talking about humidor seasoning tips for the winter. Here it is. Winter time, and uh, you got to get your humidors in tip-top shape because, uh, you, especially up here, you get your mm-hmm. forced hot air drying your skin. It's drying your cigars, too. Yeah, it's drying right. everything. Uh, oh, what is it? I think, I think you're muted. Interesting. Hmm. Should be on now. One more. Oh, there we go. Hey, well, I said winter is here, especially if you live in New England this weekend. Yeah. I don't think Chrissy wants to hear from that. Right. She got the, the yeah, switch, switch the channel thing. thing. It's a thing. <laughs> she, she's alone. I'm not the only one. Some of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. they, they don't want to hear say, um, <laughs> the penalty box. <laughs> I'm jumping on the bandwagon. No, Dan. <laughs> All right, Dan's here. Aaron's here. Chrissy's here. Ed Sullivan, me. I'm Dave, and this ben is the Ashholes, and. Uh, Today we are going to light up a cigar that is a monumental cigar. It might have been the first, right? Yeah. It was the first one. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. We're going to light up the Cabanas Robusto. This is a cigar made in Nicaragua, size 5x50. Nicaraguan Habano Rosado wrapper. Say that five times fast. Uh, Binder and filler are both from Nicaragua as well. You can find it for a single for $9.99 or a box of 20 for $159.99 at twoguyscigars.com. That is the number twoguyscigars.com. And this is a Cigar Hall of Famer. It is. Mm. It's the first Hall of Fame cigar ever. It is the first trademark ever for the country of Cuba of any product. Really? Uh, yeah. Of I mean, any it was product. the first Cuban cigar, but it's the first trademark ever. Of any kind. That's, of any, that's not cigar, just good any question. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first thing that was ever trademarked. So trademark must be 0001, right? Must be the trademark <laughs> yeah. number, because it was the first thing ever trademarked. And here it is. We have it. It's trademarked, and it's owned by Altadas now. Yes. Uh, made in Nicaragua. Uh, cold drawer in this. We're just coming off of the holiday season. Take a cold drawer and see if you get what I get. Gingerbread. Mm. Yep. I knew you were going there. Yeah. Gingerbread. Yeah. That's a bell ringer, yeah. Not an intense gingerbread, but it's there. It's yeah. there. Yep. It's there. Reminds me of it. Um, and uh, Cabana, very special cigar. First Cuban cigar brand before all the others. It was an illegal brand meaning uh, it wasn't even allowed to be made in Cuba when it was made in Cuba. That's when Spain had control of it. Um, Watch to it. If you want to learn more about Cabanas, uh, go to the Cigar Hall of Fame, the thecigarhalloffame.com, yep. and uh, there'll be three brands on there now. This thing is going to build up. We'll be talking 10 years from now yeah. and saying there's hundreds of brands on there, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> but right now there's only three. That's right. But the first one you're going to see is the cigar we're going to smoke now. Uh, obviously not the Cuban brand that it was. Um, it's not a knockoff of the Cuban brand because there is no more Cuban brand. Correct. That went away. So this is the only Cabana yes. that's out there. Yep. All right, I think it's time to do it. You think it's time? It is. All right, it's time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, 
and excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. We have no advertiser to talk to about delighting the cigar. But I am using the brawn today. You fell in love with yeah, this. This is your favorite, huh? This is I took this from the other show this week. That came uh, after the brain, right? <laughs> what is it? Nice brain. It came after brain. After brain. brain brawn. Brawn. Oh, brawn. brawn. No, what brawn is? Do you know what brawn is? Why they call it brawn? I think they do. Strength from the razor. The razor. The shaver. The shaver. It's, the brawn shaver. Oh, he's a brawn. Yeah. You remember it? Yeah. Do you used to shave? Before the foil the beard. Shaver, right? I mean, I do it for touch ups. I use it the yeah. brawn razor. Yeah. But know? that was the brawn electric razor that looked kind of look oh. like that. How are they spelling brawn? Because the razor is B R A U N. I don't know. It doesn't have a name on it. That's I the think- thing about the, the Lotus Light is they all have a name to it, but it's not written on there. Right. You just have to know it. But I know this is the brawn because uh, the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I f- forgot that that was the name of that thing. Because to me, it just I think brawn. I thought like brawny, like it's big. It is pretty beefy. Thick. It's a thick boy. It's four jets and uh, easy, was, easy to put yeah. down. The big wide thing. I, I liked yeah. it. I I did it a couple of yeah. times during the show, and I go, I'm actually keeping this one. Yeah. I'm well, you know what it is. Is I'm the, making the move. And the flip top is nice on that. It has, it's like a quick. I was playing with it in the mm. office because I was just like. Got a nice feel to it. It like recoils yeah. easily. It's it's got weight to it. It's brawn with a W. Nice. B R A W N. And the other one is not. No. I no. feel like we're leading into tomorrow's after show uh, about trademarks. <laughs> yes. With all these this uh, this yeah. talk. So yes, yes, yeah. The shaver might have both. Probably. I would taking. think so. Yeah, I would think so. And it's still out there. I yeah. believe so. Well, yeah. it's it's yeah. So they they don't own the word brawn with a W. They own it with no. a U. Yeah, so it's, it's a name. name. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about humidors, and um, this is an interesting topic because people have come in uh, often over all these years I've been in the cigar business asking me if they need a humidor. They don't need a humidor, they think, because they smoke so very little cigars. You know, I only smoke one a week. I don't need a humidor. The guy to the right of me doesn't need a humidor. <laughs> this is Ed Sullivan. He's got a Tesla for that. <laughs> yeah, but he but he smokes eight cigars a day. Mm. So a box of cigars could last three days. Right. He really doesn't need a humidor. You that have you know, you smoke one cigar a day, one cigar a week or something, you need a humidor because mm. God forbid somebody gives you a box of cigars as a gift one day. It's yeah. gonna take you a month or so to smoke it at once a day. It needs humidity and you need a humidor. Now, here's number one that you go to the store and you say, I'll buy these. And taking nothing away from the brand, this is Perdomo. A lot of people end up having these Humi packs, yep. mm-hmm. humidified packs. They're plastic bags that have a wet towelette inside of it mm-hmm. that has, holds moisture. But it actually completely holds the moisture. Yeah, you get too wet. And it's too wet. And it's too wet pretty damn fast. They move these cigars fast enough that they think, okay, they're not going to get soggy by the time we can sell through them and stuff. So we actually still carry it because it moves so fast. But typically... It's a very bad product. It's It's actually over-humidifying cigars Mm. um, because there's nowhere for moisture to go. Mm. And it needs to be able to escape. It needs some water someplace where extra humidification can go. And that'll take me to the next thing, which is a plastic box. 
A travel humidor. And and people call it a travel humidor. And you know, it's, it's good for that type of thing. You're going away for a few days. You're not going to crush your cigars. Bringing cigars yeah. to the golf course, on the boat. It's, yeah. a, it's a storage container. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be this. It could be a Tupperware container. It could be a, cooler. a plastic bag. It could be anything. Yep. But the cigars aren't going to bang around, which is nice. It's got a humidifier in here. I, I specifically don't use any humidification when I'm using this. Yeah. Correct. Because they'll keep for weeks. Yeah. It's sealed. Yes. Just a sealed environment. And if you do add a moist towelette or you wet the humidifier, the same exact thing is going to happen. It's yeah. going to get too wet. So the baggie without the humidifier in it is probably a better source yeah. than... Well, put the moisture. The cigars themselves hold their humidity. Yes. So I know a lot of people who use like Yeti coolers, which is basically a very large travel humidor. But it's not a humidor. If you use it, a lot of people I know will use like uh, Lotus has the two-way humidity bags, right? right? But those will pull the moisture in, and the bags they're supposed to last ninety days. They'll last a year in there because the seal's so good. But But that, if you're going to use humidity, that would be the way to go, and something like that. Then again, you get no air exchange in there. You're just keeping them. You're you're keeping them on life support, basically, right? (laughs) There's no aging happening. Yes. The cigars aren't getting better. They're getting worse as time goes on. Too much humidity, too little humidity. Whatever's going on, it's getting worse and worse as it goes on. Better than nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. You're a cigar smoker. You're listening to a cigar show. Yeah. You care enough for cigars. It's mm-hmm. time to be a big boy yeah. and buy a humidor, which mm-hmm. is what you need. And a humidor and is a box. The, with- the other issue with using yeah. whatever humidification comes with it, people tend to over-soak it. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. It, you I have, get water I, on the yeah. wrapper of no, your I always tell people never to use the Don't disc use inside. No. Just if, you're gonna, if you want to put humidity in, use a two-way humidity pack. I don't That's know if you way. ever saw the cigar jar. It was a cylinder yeah. jar. had a um, mm-hmm. um, connect the, the top connected to the base yeah. of it. had a humidifier built in and had a cedar wood at the very bottom. I invented the it product. It had yeah. a top like a mason yes. jar. Yes. Yeah. And the humidifier puck that was inside was actually made from Reebok sneakers. Mm. It was the inside of it, which had a mold-free sneaker at one time. The pump? <laughs> this is before the pump. Before that, so this is this is probably 1990 when I came out with this. That's yeah, very close to the pump. Yeah, and at first there was no seated disc that was in there. Mm. And as time went on, okay, it needs a seated disc. It needs somewhere else for humidifier to go. I have tested this and tested this many, many ways. Flavoring cigars through it, all kinds of different stuff, and it was a terrarium. Mm. It held too much humidity, mm. and the cigars got worse over time. It was no way to keep long storage of a cigar. I'm right. telling you, I invented the yeah. thing. And this is just a square version of the same thing. Right. Good for carrying it around, good for going on a, a trip for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to store cigars long term, yeah. yeah. somebody gave you a box of cigars, or you're going to be a cigar smoker, and you're going to start putting your cigars somewhere, you need a humidor. Mm. And that is a box within a box. If it's just a box, somebody will say, I, I bought a whole box of cigars. Well, that's a humidor. No, yeah. that's a cigar box. <laughs> yeah. You need a box within the box. So you're talking so, about the lip on the inside. People listening, yes. it's the lip on the inside of the, the, the humidor. And that will seal onto itself. And is it an airtight seal? No, it's not, which is good. By design. Yes. Um, and a humidifying element in there, something that holds moisture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's something that would wick the moisture out, in this case, I'm showing a diamond crown that's on here. There's a wicking system in it, and, and, and it takes the water in and, and yeah. uh, 
dispersed it, humidifier, and a hu- hygrometer yep. that's telling you the humidity in there. Uh, digital is the way to and go, the, by the, the way. And the temperature as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, in this case, it even has a bottom that has slatted bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for humidity to get down below it and around because sometimes the humidity is at the top. You're stacking five or six high. The cigars at the bottom aren't getting the humidity, so there's something for it goes goes around. That's a Diamond Crown. It just happens to be a, be a brand name. There's, there's many, right. many different choices to it. Yeah. You need this. And yeah. Yeah, as you're looking at them, I really do not like the glass top. No, <laughs> no. They're no. usually cheaper, and they don't seal. Right, well, because that glass is usually just a small piece mm-hmm. of hot glue. Right. You know, it's uh, and it doesn't retain. And then, I, like Dave was saying, would you say the biggest key is to have that extra lip on the inside? Absolutely. Because otherwise, you're... you're it's yeah, there's, and there's an old way you, you do it, and you drop the lid onto it, and you should hear whoosh, mm-hmm. that it goes down to show it seals. Or you get a dollar bill, you, you shut it on the dollar bill. Right. It should tug and, and be able to drag across mm. as opposed to just slide out. For right. cigar boxes, some are better than others. Like Perdomo's got a lip. Yeah, yes. little lip. cigar yeah. boxes. Right. It's like he makes the boxes themselves or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it would be better than nothing. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, you need a humidor. I don't know. I, it, it's just amazing that people wait so long before they decide, okay, I'm legit now. I'm really going to be a cigar smoker. You're a cigar smoker from the second you buy, well, it, buy a cigar. Then, you know what I think happens to people? They, well, I'll just buy them when I want one. Yeah. And then one day they're sitting at home saying, I want one, but I don't feel like going yeah. to the, or the store's closed. Right. Or, yeah, you don't have your own stash. You, yeah, need, right? you need some kind of Yeah, I think stash. people try to compare it too much to like a wine uh, right. a wine fridge or like a, a thi- uh, yeah, a wine. you could age in a wine fridge too, right? Like uh, it's Sales too well. No, well. no, what I'm saying is, yeah. is people look at it like, well, I don't I mean, have that much wine at home, and I'm like, I'm not a collector. Yeah. But it's so. different than that. It's, you know, because it takes so fast Actually, for mm-hmm. it to go bad, especially this time of year where you're zero, you know, yeah. less than 30% humidity outside and the cold temperature and the hot house. And this is the perfect time to have this discussion because Christmas has just come. Somebody bought you a box of cigars. You don't have a humidor, and it's very dry in your house. And it's not the typical time that is the season that you're selling accessories and stuff, but it should be prime time for retailers yeah. to be selling humidors because that customer right now, the cigars are degrading every day that's gone yeah. by. We're a couple of weeks into it now after since you've received that box of cigars. Mm-hmm. Two weeks have gone by. You can bring it back, but it's deteriorating right now as we're speaking. You need a humidor. Right. And don't get the smallest one because the smallest one's going to fill up and you're going to buy have two smallest ones. And I was at the point of seven desktop humidors before mm-hmm. I even figured out, let me just get a wall unit and end this thing. It was the best move I ever made. Yeah. It was just 25 years too late. I should have done it 25 right. years before that when they were half the price <laughs> and the cigars would have would kept better, but and, it's time. Another point is as you're shopping for humidors, 
Do not believe what they tell you for <laughs> the count. This is a hundred no. count. Yeah. Well, if you smoke Coronas, yeah. maybe. Take yeah. like 25 off the it's top. Like at least. It's yeah. like with tents. It's like you take a tent. It's like it says, oh, it's a four-person tent. It's a two-person tent. Yes. <laughs> it's, not, it's always half. Like, two Americans. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> uh, also, fun fact, uh, wine doesn't age in the bottle. It's Once it's bottled, it's, it's mm. done aging. So if right. you think you're holding on to a wine bottle and aging it, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything in the yeah. bottle like well, that. Well, and for people that may have gotten a humidor for Christmas, like what would you say the tips are, especially this time of year, to make sure the cigars are fresh? Like, you know, obviously you have to season the humidor. You can't put one cigar in your humidor and think, okay, it's going to stay good. Yeah. That's, a, that's another thing that's a problem. You know, if you fill it up, they actually work better. If you fill a refrigerator up with beer, the refrigerator turns on far less Right. Because they keep each other cold and they right. hang out together and it's good. And the same in a humidor is if you put a whole bunch of cigars in the humidor, it's going to operate much, much better than an empty humidor. The other thing is have some patience. Don't douse the interior yes. with distilled oh, water. Yeah, no. and, now, and if you have a thing to peel and stick onto, your humidifier onto yeah. it and stuff, and you wet the humidor first... And then all the, the wood grain is all raised and everything. Right. You're screwed. Yep. Yeah. Before do that. you put your cigars in, you know, charge the humidification element. And you can put a little dish yeah. of distilled water in there to help it yeah. get, uh, get to it. the It doesn't right take long. It's only a little box. Yeah. Yep. But people go in and just start slathering. I grabbed a sponge. And You're right. They right. soak it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there needs to be an escape in, in and out with the humidor. You want some, some breathability to happen, unlike the plastic bag or the, or the plastic box that it stays sealed in. Some people will argue and say, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, these Tupperdoor things is the way to go. Well, you I, just try I, to sell I, I burp them, they say. <laughs> yeah. I burp for, <laughs> for the air exchange. Oh, like the tell, well, you've got to go. Well, <laughs> you see different theories yeah, on yeah. burping. Okay. Yeah, you're just cheap and you don't want to go through the bother and stuff. At it, it, the very least, put some wood inside the box. Some, uh, Even you know. if you have real cedar boxes. Well, in real cedar, the big mistake is people use aromatics. Right. Yeah. The cedar that goes in your, your moth closet to keep the oh, moths no. away. It keeps the cigar people away, too. It's poison, actually. Yeah. It's poisonous. So you don't want aromatic cedar See, in there. Just... But, you know, there's, there's ways to keep your food cold also, that you could get some ice and you could put it in a dish and you put your food on top of it, or you could put it in a snowbank, or you could or you could buy a refrigerator, yeah. and you're all set. You have a refrigerator. This is the same deal. You could buy a humidor, and you could come up with crazy ways, and you say, yeah. if I get a Tupperware container and I put some wood in and I do this and I do that and I burp it once a day and I, you know, <laughs> Wait, what, what, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> You know, in the olden days, it wasn't that long ago, the boxes, most of them had a cedar sheet in it. Yes. And that's what I used to use in the travel humidor. Just put it in the bottom and it would help regulate the humidity. Right, right. I'm a, I'm a fan with the travel case to travel. Yeah, absolutely. That is not your home humidor no. that when no. I'm not traveling, I'm home, so it's going right. to stay there for no, the next nine a, months. It's a good accessory to have. It's, it's not a, the, It does protect yeah. and yeah. keep them good for a number of weeks. So You need both. Just don't yeah. leave it in your car in the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, unless don't, you have it don't leave it in the luggage yeah. that the airline's going to lose. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened to you. Uh. <laughs> but you got it back. I got a bag. I, I even got payment for a delayed baggage. The, the other thing, and 
Uh, for me, this is more, if you get into a big humidor at home, then you probably want to start thinking about active humidification. Yes, electric. And, yeah. yeah, even monitoring of some sort. Yeah. You know, and there's a company called Govi that makes small units. One of them is Bluetooth, but one is Wi-Fi. So I, can, I get alerts on my phone. When the humidity drops oh, wow. below a certain level, You're like, hey, it looks like somebody's in my How humidor do you right that? now. G O V E E. G O V E. That's and, cool. It's like Sonos. Yeah. If uh, you know the Bluetooth is actually fine if you're at home all the mm. time, but I don't know if you're away. What are you going to do anyway? If, yeah. if, right. If it, what right. do you do? Right. But uh, the Bluetooth, I go in it enough to know. There's water, there's, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you should check your humidifier and just on a weekly basis, just yeah. check it, yep. open it up, take a look at the cigars. It's yeah. a fun thing to do. Yeah. The Bluetooth unit you put in there is mm. probably only an inch or an inch and yeah. a half. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not bad. Square. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't take up a yeah. lot of space I, in the humidity. And I think a mistake people do this time of year in the winter. I used to see this a lot where I was up in Lake George. People go up there in the summer to their summer house. They leave the cigars there over the winter. Uh, so oof. use your travel humidor to take your cigars back to where you live because, yeah. you know, you leave your cigars in maybe Columbus Day weekend, October, and then you come back in June, they're going to be dead, especially in a wintry location. Yeah. So, yeah. so now you're coming back to your humidor that you left for a whole year, right. and you start up time again. Right. Yeah. So now, again, it's dried out, the wood completely dried and all that, and you've got to start the, it again. And I've got like a little glass of water and stuff, put it in the humidor, close the humidor, come back to it a few days later. It, it has absorbed a bit of that humidity that was in there from that glass of water, a dish of water that's in there, as opposed to rubbing it on that wood right. and having it expand and you're asking for trouble yep. of the, uh, you got to be a little patient and yeah. leave it for a few days and, and it's back to what it is. You fill the humidifier up, put a fresh humidified cigars back in it right. and you're off and going. It's not a big deal. It's no. not, you know, this isn't brain surgery here, folks. All right. Why don't we uh, take a break and we'll come back. We have letters in the mailbox, uh, six pack and more shenanigans. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, yeah. JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. 
Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. And we're back live in the Studio 21 podcast studio. It's, <laughs> it's written differently on the back of this thing. <laughs> it's just as Podcast Cafe. Uh, above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Sam, New Hampshire, we're smoking the Cabanas Robusto, and we're talking about humidors. And if you want to send us an email, it's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Here we go. We've got some emails today, but we've got some text going on here. Uh, Bob Trout says his wife bought him a slightly larger Diamond Crown humidor about seven years ago. Still as good as new and works perfectly. Mm. I'll tell, say this about Diamond Crown humidors. This is one that you're going to pass on to generations to de- generations. Yeah. You can buy like the Chinese knockoff ones, and they're less expensive. Pick them up. Yeah. Like you're in a cigar store, pick up one, you're going to say, wow, it, it, I can and see how heavy it is. Then you pick up the Diamond Crown, you go, wow, there's some weight to the this. The other yep. key is to look at the hinges that they yes. use, because yeah. the inexpensive ones often have terribly cheap yeah, hinges. Like door yeah. hinges, they don't so have they like did that a, arm. Yeah, they did a good job with it, and uh, I like it. We've been selling them for years, and... Um, you know, you just know that there's uh, no problem with it. It's guaranteed. Actually, even, even the humidifying yeah, element. Yeah, the, their humidifying element is an, it's above the yes. quality of what you're getting. Yeah. In. Good. And the, a digital hygrometer, not a cheap dial. Right, right, yeah. right. So they got a, they got going on for sure. And uh, you pass it down to your kids. They'll pass it down and say this was used to be grandpa's humidor. It's one of those things. And, and we're talking a, a few hundred dollars. It's not that it's a, a yeah. fortune. Mm-hmm. And if that sounds like a lot, it's not but, because it's going to be. But you know from carrying them in the rare cases where there's a problem, there's no question. Right. They replace yes. the yep. humidification, yeah. and, whatever's and, wrong. Yeah. And, and very rare that, it, you know, I've sold thousands of these <laughs> in uh, a couple over the years right right of whatever reason that has so uh uh, we do have some letters in the mailbox, a few. And we got a few emails, so, yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for doing that. And, and uh, if you want to <laughs> keep doing it, please do. Uh, it's the Ash Holes at... Ash, um, the Ash Holes Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or head over to theashholes.net and use the contact us. There we go. There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. The oldie but goodie Whoa. right there. Uh, first is from Nick from Providence, Rhode Island, our old buddy Nick, who's always so nice and kind. Yes. <laughs> he well, it's a new year. We'll see what he's got. <laughs> yo. Starts with yo. Okay. So I was listening to the 2023 wrap-up episode, and I noticed you guys conveniently forgot to mention your major screw-up during the year. Mm. Oh. Uh, I guess with all the c- congratulations and backslapping <laughs> and talk of how the podcast numbers keep growing, you just ran out of time. But let's face it. The most significant moment of the year was when you screwed up the pros and cons of the Cigar Bar episode. Because he wrote an email about that one. Uh, And then when I sent an email explaining your error, you just doubled down and made it worse. I'm not going to rehash the argument here. Thank you. 
but Besi- here I go. Yeah. Uh, besides, <laughs> I've gotten so many text messages and emails telling me I was right. Women stopping me on the street and telling me I'm handsome and, handsome and I'm right. I was right. Cigar big shots letting me know I was right, that I don't need to make my point again. And I'm sure you plan to do another episode uh, this year, but doing it the right way this time. I'm happy for all the, your success, but remember, it's okay to acknowledge when you you was wrong, which you <laughs> when you were was wrong. wrong. You, you were wrong. Uh, P.S. Hey, just a, out of curiosity, when Dan goes to the barber, does he ask for an incredibly smug haircut to match his personality, or is it just a <laughs> that's happy actually accident? yeah? It's, it's on the it's on the wall. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the picks. It's like I'll yeah, take let me the pick smug. smug. I'll take the yeah. smug. It probably yeah. costs a few you bucks know? extra. To hey, get you know, smug. so he's the first one that went at you at the beginning yeah. when you started yeah. here, right? Which is now he's going after other fellow around. Another group of Rhode Islanders, my barber shop. Which I, you know, <laughs> hey, come on, this is you, Do you know, remember what you self hate really. Do you remember what you said wrong? Do you remember it? Uh, I think it was we were talking about. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah, it was about something about some sort of cigar bars that you're either disagreed. Uh, looking well, to just selling alcohol or yeah, and once one of those he, sac- he, he, sacrificing ran, one of he those ran cigar bars, but, uh, multiple different. Oh yeah. But you can go. I mean, if you want to figure out what we did wrong, you can go back into the podcast archives. Yeah. And uh, I think it was. I think so. He's a Rhode Island guy. Did, yeah. you, did he know you from? I, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> not. Small state. Clearly, <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> doesn't go to. The, doesn't go to the smug places. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what it is. Here's the issue, Dan. Once Nicholas gets together with West Virginia, yep. uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. man, it's over. It's going to be like uh, pitchforks and <laughs> yeah, uh, torches. You have to like uh, scan your mail for bombs and stuff. Uh, next email is from uh, Stephen Little. He says, hello, gentlemen. I would consider myself a little bit uh, to still be a newbie in the world of cigars, uh, tobacco, cigars and pipes. And I've only been listening to you guys for a couple months now. I've been in the hobby for a couple of years now and may only get to smoke one or two cigars a week. My question to you, to you is, if Do you I could, need a humidor? <laughs> <laughs> if you could revi- uh, revisit yourself in the beginning stages of the cigar journey like I am, uh, what can you remember being the turning point in your smoking that allowed you to start tasting some of the flavors and notes that you guys like, uh, that guys like you and others describe when you're smoking? I, Thanks, guys, and love your content. I think yeah. a lot of people get chocolate first. Mm. Don't you Fresh find taste yeah. from cigars. a particular cigar. The the chocolate or coffee flavor yeah. seems like one that people yeah. can. Well, it's identify. familiar too because it's it's a food flavor as opposed to where it's like I, I gotta say it was it really was cigar aficionado to me because I was in the business for mm. my God seven years before they even came out and reading that for the first time of descriptive. Right. Uh, that I never understood before. And I'm like, really? And I, I smoked that cigar and then smoking it and trying to find it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that you was. Know, I little- mean, that's a good point. Maybe pick up a review of a cigar. And yeah. smoke that cigar while you're reading it, and see, try to find do what I it is. Agree yeah. with any? Or, no, it's not yeah. that. And I would say, as time went on, pepper. So mm-hmm. yeah. this pepper in the cigar now. Now that we've lit, lit the cigar and smoked it, yeah. and it, it's a peppery note. It's actually known for this is Papin Garcia that, that makes yes. uh, Cabanas, and he's known for creating that that's type his, of, that's his signature yeah and recipe it's, and it's there and, and over and, time. You get more into the subtleties of pepper. Yeah. Black yeah. pepper versus the chili pepper yeah. is yeah. a very yeah. different sort of. And yeah. I think you also need a placebo when you're mm. trying all these different cigars. And also, sometimes it could be if you try something a little bit more refined, higher end cigar, maybe you'll pick something up. But 
you know, don't go above 20 because you're not going to be able to – it's not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. But pick a placebo drink or something you're going to pair with it, right? So if you like to have a cigar in the morning with a coffee, every time you try a new cigar, always have it with the same mm-hmm. style of coffee. Yeah. Don't change the flavor you're Consistent. adding with the cigar yeah. because then you're going to be all confused. It, it may help to when you're tasting like yeah. that, start with water. Yeah. yeah. Don't confuse the palate yeah. at all. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's so funny. It's like um, wine's like that too. It's like, you know – having a bunch of wine over the holidays. It's like, oh, well, this one's kind of velvety and this is this. And it's yeah. like, it, you can take, when you try enough of them in, in succession, you'll taste it. And I don't know what kind of budget you have to do it, but there's nothing like side-by-side comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is smoking two cigars at the same time. So you're smoking a Dominican cigar in your left hand, a Nicaraguan cigar in your right. We're talking puros. Or, right. You know, something that'll be or the a completely different cigar, and you'll say, yeah. "Wow, they're really different from each other." Now let's get into yeah. And, and as a cigar buyer and stuff, right. I, I would do this mm-hmm. myself early I on. I think as you're first starting, it, it's all about alone time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wait until the time when you can concentrate on. Yeah, that think about cigar it. Take some notes. Too, yeah, yeah, exactly. Make make notes, especially like if you pick up something like Cabanas, which is a Nicaraguan puro. Yeah, make the notes of certain things you're tasting, and then try another Nicaraguan puro. And go, okay, yeah, I can. Go. Cross the line, and then the, then when you switch off and you go, you know, you're on a Honduran cigar, yeah. and then you go back to Nicaraguan and you say, "This is Nicaraguan," mm. and then you say, "Oh my God, I can tell yeah. what a Nicaraguan cigar is," yeah. or even it's going to happen quick, yeah. or even U.S. Connecticut wrapper versus yes. Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, you taste it right away. Absolutely, yeah. All right, uh, and this next email is from Leslie Corn, who's written in before. Yes, uh, and she, the subject was, "Do not feel ignored." Ed, Ed. <laughs> oh, uh, is she, she going to shit on me? No, no, no. <laughs> I know. I was hoping for that, but no, no. She's very nice. Uh, in an effort for uh, you all not to feel ignored, I'm making a request for the 2024 Expo. Uh, my husband Dwayne got to meet Aaron. Uh, we both got a very quick hello from Chrissy while she was making us an amazing cocktail. This year, I want to request a booth where folks can meet and greet each of you from the assholes as well as the TCA. Is this in the plan? So Happy New Year, Dwayne and Leslie Glenn. You so know what the, the thing is? It's working. Well, yeah. that, <laughs> it's tough. That was the plan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you had a VIP ticket, you know, we had the donut wall, and it was mm. supposed to be a meet and greet with the Star yeah. Authority crew. <laughs> but there was so much going on. Yeah, no, no wrestling ring yet. No, uh, yep. the power went out from oh, the coffee. From the co- <laughs> uh, so many things Dan went. Dan was on stage swearing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, before the guests got there. Yeah. 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 Well, everyone listened after. You, yes, they did. You know? he got up and he was mad. I was so proud of you <laughs> that you got up there. They, I said, "Oh my God, he is actually taking some." pain from me right now <laughs> yeah. because it, it would be me and you, by you doing yeah. it it was like oh that's yeah. off my shoulder well, somebody said it well, yeah. I, well we'd ask people to move their vehicles if you were at the expo we had that whole front area you saw no cars there because it was a fire it was a fire code thing yeah. right so everyone's loading in they got to move their stuff it's like hey you guys got to move we're starting the thing nobody moved yeah right so i said yeah. all right well you can either leave your car there and tow it or move it you pick yeah and i said it a little bit <laughs> right not as nice as that <laughs> and all of a sudden everyone's car was gone what do you know but yes that was the plan hopefully uh now that we've worked out some of those kinks in that early time maybe you guys will have some time to do a meet and greet so aaron uh, uh christopher's writing here that he got 11 inches of snow in iowa snow day today and he's watching us live smoking a Perdomo 30th. We got 12 inches of snow. Yep. Did you have school? Yesterday we had the snow day. You did have a snow day? Yep. 
Oh nice. my God! Mm. My whole point was we went, we all went to work, and there was no snow day. But no, you had off, really? Yeah, most schools for twelve inches. So, delay. I mean, my school yeah. is a little bit unique because we yeah. get the whole region. Like we get uh, students from all over the place. Yeah. Further so travel. Yeah, some way up in New Hampshire. Oh, I'm shocked! So, yeah. I was, I was going to say to you, we pull it out here and we show up anyway. Yeah, but, but no, the, yeah. a lot of the, the area around here, yeah, there was a lot of towns that canceled. Well, That's usually what yeah. causes. That was our well, first snow ice, this right? year, but it's the ice and the buses. Yeah, God, we, we, we I was surprised. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to take a detour today when I left the uh, our, our warehouse. Uh, one of the roads was closed in front of one of the schools. I'm not sure why, but I had to go through these back roads. It was all hills, you know. And you know, Rhode Island, we only got five or six inches. Here, you got what twelve? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was bad, even though because it, it's all melting now. So the, the roads yeah. are going to be it's, worse. It's the problem with the buses why they cancel it. Right now, it's going to be pouring yeah. rain tomorrow. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. we'll deal with flooding. I got. Yeah. I was. So lucky. Losing electricity, all kinds of shit. I was so lucky. I, I, when I moved back from Lake George in 21, it was a mild winter. I moved back from Florida last year, mild winter, and now here it comes. It was bound screwed. to happen. Yep. All right. That's it for today? Yep. All right. It. Send the emails in. We love them. We got something to talk about if we do. Right now, I'm going to talk to you about Dave's six pack. Uh, we got a special deal, and uh, with a humidor that requires no seasoning, if you want to call it a humidor. But <laughs> as he brought it up and said, okay, this is day six back today, I said, I'm going to beat the shit out of this yeah. thing and <laughs> tell you what's wrong with this thing. Uh, but it is a good travel case yeah. Yeah. To, to have cigars in it. It's gonna good good for us to ship it in it. It's going to be shipped in it. Listen, yep. it, it does a good job of protecting them. Yeah. So if you do put it in your suitcase, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend, no. your cigars won't get damaged. Yeah, leave it in like your personal item. Like if you leave your backpack, backpack on there, do you see yeah. carry-on bag? The, the problem is I bring a 30-count one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. No, they're, they're great, and they're durable, and you can beat the shit out yeah, of them. Yeah, when we had the two guys um, in the Ashles anniversary party thing, yeah. when we had all the people here, we mm-hmm. made some up mm-hmm. for them that, that had the Cigar Authority mm. written on it and stuff. So I don't think – I think it was a good thing for them so that they could leave with their cigars because yeah. they yeah. all traveled to get here mm-hmm. so they could leave with it. But we're going to have um, a Cabanas Robusto, which is what we're smoking here. There's your Nicaraguan cigar with a pepper finish mm-hmm. that's on it. It's going to be included in this case. Cuesta Ray number 60 – Natural, that's the Toro. Mm-hmm. It's eight ninety nine. That is another cigar that is in the uh, Cigar Hall of Fame. Hall and of you can fame. learn more about that cigar at the cigarhallofame.com as well. McAuliffe Black Toro. Mm-hmm. You put it in there, which is great. Uh, they're, they're flying. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now the cigar of the year on the, the Cigar Authority. You're talking an $8 cigar there. Money. Since yeah. we anna- right, since man. we announced that all day Saturday, Sunday, Monday we come in, people are buying it. They're like learning about it for the first time. Uh, it's an unbelievable cigar for that kind of price. Mm-hmm. HVC Hotcakes Connecticut Number no. Five. That's a, that's a cigar of the year. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, that's a six by fifty four at ten dollars. We have West Tampa Red Robusto that was a contender mm. for both sides. Mm-hmm. It was a, a great one. And a Lotus travel case that you have here, which is a $30 uh, case. So altogether, $76.54. You can have it for $65.99. Go mm-hmm. to twoguyscigars.com, the number twoguyscigars.com. Under the search bar, hit Dave's. You're going to see the uh, Ash Holes six-pack. This is the six-pack. Right. Go get them because next Tuesday it will be gone. So that will be that. Right now it's time for today's top five. 
Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here is today's top five list. Nice job, Chrissy. Oh, yeah. And who was that saying that today's top five? Like, I was trying to figure it out. Stu. Stu. That's Stu. Do you <laughs> even like, know who I he know is? That voice. <laughs> You don't even know who he is. I, I know the name, yeah, yeah, but it, I knew it was a, a throwback. I was like, let me go into the archives and yeah. see what wow, I can Oh, that's here. Stu Fink. Oh. Stu Fink was the producer before Ed Sullivan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you, it's, we didn't know this was coming, and Ed brought him up today. Yeah. He's been mentioned today. Huh? Yeah, I mentioned we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him in quite a while, but we yeah. hear him today. Yeah. It's Stu, if you're listening, there you are. Yep. And we were thinking about you today. So isn't that something that's kismet, right? Oh, something yeah. that's, I think the so. Beetlejuice theory. I, I, I got to reach out to him now. Yep. Something has told me. Something. Yeah, yep. I must Universe. Him. Something has happened. Well, today's top five is the top five winter activities, according to Google. These are the top five things you should be doing now that it's winter time. So mm. number, number five is an activity that none of us will do. It is snowshoeing. I Go snowshoeing. You do? Yeah. You do it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's fun. You get out, you know. Is it like, like is it like, cro- like cross-country skiing I get? Because you kind of yeah, slide snowshoe. a little bit. Because, I mean, it's like hiking, but like, you know, you get to so you put like open field. Snowshoes. Tennis, tennis no. rackets. No. <laughs> Have they upgraded it from like the ones that people hang <laughs> yeah. on their wall? From I mean, the net people, with the wood? Yeah, yeah. Totally different than that. Yeah. 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 So very high lightweight, tech. high tech yeah. stuff. Yeah, nice and easy. Hiking in the snow. Heavy snow. Up a mountain or just walking on the street? I wouldn't go up a mountain no. with no shoes, but you'd want, you know, crampons or something for that. Mm. But no, like open fields, you know, state parks, things like that. Nice. Good exercise. Yeah. I can imagine. Uh, like running in the sand, right? <laughs> that's that's it. We're just gonna imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I'm gonna do is imagine. That's it. A, Interesting, Aaron. Yeah, you, you uh, never. We gotta do a snowshoeing to... episode now. <laughs> Top five places to snowshoe. <laughs> really, I like it. Snowshoeing, never done it. Number four is skiing. Never this done is it. Hill skiing, no, not, no. not cross country. You but do it now? Nope. Pizza never did it. Not a skier. No. It's fun. I like skiing. Really? Pizza, French fry. Dave, you know why you don't go skiing? The agony of defeat. Yes. That's from Wide World of Sports. Every week. Back in the seventies you watch this guy fall down a mountain, right? Uh, and you think, what's wrong with two these boards on my feet and slide down a mountain? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I, I don't see it's that like as a good slicked uh, <laughs> yes. thing. Number three is go ice fishing. Have I done it? I have done it. Yeah. I have done it. It's cold. It's wet. Mm. Uh, yep. I don't like even regular fishing. I went, <laughs> yeah. I went ice fishing in a place called Nookjuak, which is up on Hudson Bay. Wow. And they told me it was a good day for ice fishing because it was only 20 below. Oh, that's day. it? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's, wasn't good. Yeah. I don't. Get, I still don't understand how the fish don't freeze. This has been a. Uh, this is a long. Sometimes debate. they do, right? And they live, <laughs> in the, and they're in ice, and they still freeze. Depends and they, on the yeah. fish. Yeah, they have yeah. Some natural like anti yeah. uh, antifreeze in their blood. Yeah, I, I this, this sparked a lot of debate when I was early in my cigar career because I asked when I moved to Lake George because the lake freezes. I was like, where do all the fish go? Like I didn't think they got up and left deeper. Yeah. yeah. Like, but do they freeze or they die? I don't know. I mean, it, it's Sockers are like crazy to, right? go, to yeah. freeze the lake it. all the way down to the bottom. Like, right. They just go lower, right? Yeah. yeah. So ice fishing is number three. Number two, have a snowball fight. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm up Good for that. time. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's fun. 
We're not responsible for any injuries of people who are having snowball fights. No, no. we're not responsible, but I've done it many, many mm -hmm. times. Oh, yeah, and you've sat there saying, I'm going to make these into and even ice. Yeah, no ice. You can't do the ice ball. That's, that's <laughs> I'm waiting for the fair. wife to get out of the car and I get a snowball and get oh, ready yeah, for it. She, she comes that. out of the thing and I throw it at her. She loves that, right? Yeah. She, I don't think she likes it, but yeah. I, I think it's like fun. and it's. <laughs> I don't think I fully get the, the, the science of it. I tried to make some this weekend and it wouldn't fall it's got to yeah. be compact snow. It's not like be smashing the, it. No. Like. It depends how moist the snow is so it was too cold to have snowball. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be it, the right. It's dangerous, it's be warm though. Enough. Yeah. It when we leave Wet snow. the store. It'll be good it, now. When, when it's right, yeah, like it's tonight, we'll be throwing snowballs yeah. at You know what else I didn't know? I'm walking and I in got injured twice because I'm walking and the snow's flying at me and it like hit me in the eye. And I'm oh. talking like full eye watering. Like, yeah, not fun. Like nice. being hit with a it builds It builds character, you know. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I'm, this is all new to me, sorry. Same, so, Same type of yeah. snow. You do you skiing though? For... You do skiing or anything else? No, I've only no. ever done water skiing. Mm. Well, yeah. I've not skied or snowboarded. And our number one... Ski mobile? Yeah. Ski mobile, that's snowmobiling. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, do it on do it on a lake. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's all fun and games until they decide that consumers need race level snowmobiles yeah. yeah. that no. they can't handle. No, or they have to learn how to drive the trailer too with yeah. the snowmobiles. Yeah. 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 But number one is ice skating, which ice yeah. skating is fun, but rollerblading. Like I missed <laughs> the roller rink skating. That was the best. Mm. Do people still rollerblade? Roller yeah. rinks. Roller rinks. Roller rinks. Yeah, they're all yeah. Nowadays. Nowadays. <laughs> Big in the seventies in my day. Yeah. Do you ever DJ roller? I did once. I filled in for somebody that uh, was, but it's it's a mixed crowd, so you got to yeah. really play the little kids, and you got to play the thing. So yeah. they, uh, they have a, they have one roller rink still in action in Rhode Island, really? and they have like an adult skate. I've been there a couple. It's fun. But you can't drink because you don't want to roller skate and drink. It's no. Oh, drink. that's how they were in my day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, they were like nightclubs. All kids mm. now. Yeah. yeah. Ice skating's fun. That I like. Yeah. yeah. I like. Well, you, if you delve into my Facebook page somewhere, there, there's a video we did back in Australia. Me and my best friend went ice skating, <coughs> and we, they took the music off because of copyright. But this is amazing. We she edited it all together of me trying to like do all the moves right, and it's just. It's yeah, just it's a, a fun little. It's like a Benny Hill version of like <laughs> yeah. me, me not like doing things. Or I'm like ready. I'm gonna pirouette. jump. And I jump. Yep, my version of a pirouette with yeah. someone in the background doing a real pirouette. It's great. Go look on my Facebook. All right, page. we're gonna check yeah. it out. We'll you find do a it triple somewhere. Indy on ice. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Man, uh, but anyway. Yeah. All right, we are smoking the Cabanas. This is uh, a, a Hall of Fame cigar. The first Hall of Fame cigar ever, and you can go to thecigarhalloffame.com and see it, read a little about it. Uh, it's a place to go once a year right now, and it'll build on yeah. as time goes on. It's a new thing. Me and Dan put it together. Uh, we have to now work on the Hall of Fame cigars for next year. Yeah. Like, we got to do it now, start yeah. thinking about mm -hmm. this. Wrap it after the show, I think. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I would say this cigar is a very, very good cigar. Um, it, the history is what it is, not yeah. of the cigar today is the history of it, but I am prepared to give it its rating. Are we ready for Ooh, this? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. All right. I gave it an 89. It's, 89. A, it's a solid cigar, you know, consistent flavor. Yep. And a good price, right? We're talking under 10 bucks, 10 yeah. bucks on the, on the nose. Yep. I gave it a 91. All it's right. good, good uh, tribute to one of the, the original Cuban cigar brands. Uh, I'm with Aaron on this one. 89. 89 okay. brings it down a little bit, but I'm going to push it right over and go 90, mm. which is where it is, okay. right? It falls at Pretty 90. Yep. 
So I was right. You guys Pretty were all wrong. Well, you, were, you were almost right. You were close to right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the closest without going over. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Which is the name of the game, as, as I recall. That's how the best uh, way it's placed. Thanks for everybody on the chat box that joined us live. I know uh, this is not a good time on a on a Tuesday afternoon uh, to join us, but that's when we are here every single Tuesday at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. And uh, join us and uh, send us emails and jump in, share it with your friends. We are the Ashholes. Next week, best winter cigar destinations. We did the summer destinations. Right. This is the best winter destinations. Oh, yeah. All right. That'll be interesting. Where do you go in the winter? Where it's warm. Where it's not winter. <laughs> yeah. That's where you go, I think. But we'll see. Until then, you've been listening to the Ashholes Broadcasting from the Studio 21 studio right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.